0: Welcome to Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm Greg Tito, and I
1: have... Shelley Mazzinopoul.
0: To my say, left, even though you're in right in front of me. I
1: was going to say something amazing. Uh, a Superstar? Didn't. No, when you said, and I have. I mean, that's kind <laughs> of an open <laughs> statement. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I wish I had a, a D&D disease I could throw out right out there. but uh, like, I was
1: going down the disease
0: path. Lycanthropy. <laughs> How about that? I am a werewolf, and I will be shaving off my I beard soon. I am Greg
1: Tito, and I have... Crabs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, you know what I love about that is that you were you, you like, I won't make that joke. That's too crass. And then you're like, <laughs> 10 seconds later, you're like, nope. Let's go ahead and add this on. Uh, we also... <laughs> An actual real tear here coming
1: come
0: the down. Uh, <laughs> Tia Zimmer is also here in the oh, studio. We will be getting to <laughs> like, her yeah. amazing interview uh, after we do our intro and in, uh, in, in our segment. Yeah, I'm
2: a, I'm a crier. It's okay. I I probably will shed some tears before oh, before the night is through. Oh, you will. <laughs> before the
0: night is through. Uh, but to you, as a streamer uh, on the on the Twitch, playing lots of Dungeons and Dragons as well as video games all over the place.
2: All things Wizards of the Coast and Neverwinter right now as well. Nice. Yes. What? Uh, yeah. So
0: we'll get all uh, picking your brain about that uh, when we do our interview, which is coming up soon. Um, and uh, what else should we talk about? I feel like we, we we covered so much stuff recently, but Ghost of Salt Marsh is available May twenty first. Yes, everywhere.
3: Oh yes, yes! Yeah, far away.
0: Uh, yeah exactly less you, than two months less than two months I thought you said a half hour I'm like a half hour away that's not it's that a half an hour half an hour yep. you can get to the store yes uh, but it'll be available <laughs> everywhere uh, May 21st it's got two amazing covers one of which has uh, artwork that I really enjoy with like a kraken in the background and uh, so who again climbing up into a small um, uh, boat in front of it um, and there is also on top of that an alternate cover gorgeous uh, similar to um, uh Guide got to monsters or Xanathar's Guide got to everything it has like a nice soft Ooh. touch to it, a little metallic feel to it and that one's of a snarling suhu again coming at the the viewer at the book ah, that 's very scary and amazing uh, so look for those in your local game score that 's the only place yes. you can get them.
2: Really? Yes. Yeah. Only in game stores? That's the only No that online cover. ordering. Oh, for the oh, for that alternate cover. cover. Okay, okay. I was like, very disappointed for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. You
0: can only buy them... <laughs> you mean I
2: have to go outside again?
0: At Bob's no. store. It's not It's one store uh, where you can get them. Uh, they're amazing. Uh, and what's in there, there's a whole bunch of stuff, uh, adventures... Seafaring based uh, mostly in the town of Saltmarsh. There's actually details about the town of Saltmarsh with, you know, who lived there and (laughs) and what the the situation is, as well as uh, several adventures, um, some of them based on the U series of adventures that came out of the UK TSR office in the early 80s. Uh, Others from Dungeon and Dragon magazines uh, over the years to create a campaign that you can do from level one to level 12.
1: There's an adventure in there that you will love. Oh. Spiders.
2: Everywhere. There Don't were know. a lot
0: of spiders. That's true. We played that at GaryCon. Yeah. Sea uh,
2: spiders? Hmm.
0: More lathy spiders. All right, all right. Yeah. All
2: spiders are lathy, but okay.
0: Yeah, but you know, but but more definitely yeah. in, in that <laughs> vein. I,
2: navy spider. Now I just pictured them with like navy little spiders. navy
1: caps Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about so that, cute. but now I want to write monsters because you know those, those are uh, in in the real world. There are spiders that create like air pockets to have webs underwater. Those are
2: orb weavers, and they're my favorite spider. For reals? Yes.
0: Do you have any with us to show? Are you going to do like the, the, the insect showing like on late night talk shows? You're oh, like, oh yeah.
2: yeah. Here's Unfortunately, my- this is a dead magic zone, so my powers will have to remain inside. <laughs> but uh, after the show, happy I, show
0: you. I salute you, staying in world. Thank you for that. <laughs> yep. Well done. Um,
2: that was another navy.
0: I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> the salute there. Absolutely. Uh, so again, yeah, look for that May 21st. Uh, I'm excited about that because uh, anything that involves kind of seafaring and ships is, I don't know, I just, it's it's, it's, in my, fun. it's in my blood from being a New Englander uh, born oh, and yeah. bred. So as soon as that kind of came in, I was just... The- I smelled the, the sea air.
2: Yeah, after you guys revealed that on Spoilers and Swag, I was at the edge of my seat, and I was like, oh, can't wait for this. Finally, more sea stuff, more pirates, because there's not too much out. There's a lot of homebrew stuff, which is always cool. love homebrew stuff, but like yeah. rules is written, so I can argue about them with my DM and make their lives yeah. hell.
0: <laughs> is that your jam? Is that your jam doing? Um,
2: that's why I'm voting for Liam, because Liam, you know, for the president of D&D Beyond, Definitely. That's that's my official vote. There's your celebrity endorsement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you swayed at least three votes uh, with that. Yeah, no, uh,
2: now everybody is on Sam's ship. But uh, <laughs> no, I, rules are fun. Rules are fun. I do like the rules, but you,
0: you also like the seafaring stuff. That's that's, oh, your, that's uh, your jam?
2: Well, I grew up on an island, so yeah, lots of ocean oh, stuff yeah. going underwater. And there's only really dark lakes in the underdark. So going out and, I mean, Drizztuard and spend a whole lot of time at sea with Dudermont. Dudermont? Dudermont. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you do.
0: You, <laughs> you do. do. Uh Awesome. Well, great. Well, when that comes out uh, May 21st, I want to see all of the D&D play, uh, you know, everywhere, all about that stuff for sure because it's going to be fun. Um, to supplement that, there are two fun things uh, that I want to mention. One is the Falling Star ship from oh, WizKids yeah. uh, that is almost custom-made for this adventure.
1: This no. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, my God. I
0: forgot to show you that. I'll it's over you. in the office. Oh, I, it's It's a maze. It's amazing. Amaze. Yeah. Um, There's but, yeah.
2: a lot of cool stuff here, though. Holy cow. I don't know have, how you Have you, you guys... been here before? No, this is my first time. It's been a long-time dream of mine since I was a kid, obviously. But... Oh, my God, dreams are coming true. Dreams oh, are coming true. All over the
1: place.
3: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> nightmares. And <Yeah>, nightmares. <laughs> uh, but that ship is available now, I believe. Uh, a bit pricey. I think it's 250 dollars uh, Manufacturer's retail price or whatever that... MSRP.
1: What's you that? can't put a price tag on the Hours of Entertainment. That ship will bring you.
0: That's see, you're a good pitch man. I, I like ship that. it. Pitch woman. I ship it. <laughs> I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> I am in love with the gold dragon uh, uh, figurehead oh, and it's the the, best. the claw. That's a, a dragon's claw yeah. and so I
2: could agree, but you didn't show me so.
0: Uh, it's like it doesn't exist if you don't see it. <laughs> right? Dang it. Well, I should have brought that in addition to <laughs> these Loth spiders out here. Um, but there's that. And then there's also um, Beetle and Grimm's Panmonium Warehouse is yeah. doing a sinister silver edition of Ghosts of Saltmarsh.
2: Oh, um, what? Their ton- stuff is so amazing. It's
0: going to be so cool. Lots of different uh, bits and bobs, real world documents, um, two pieces of jewelry from Han Cholo, I believe are you going to be in there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. great. Um, And I believe uh, they will be shipping very close to May 21st. So that's really awesome. Good. Speaking of Honcholo, I wanted to uh, shout out to them because they created a bunch of other new pieces that are available on their store right now. Uh, those of you who are watching can can see these uh, on the twitch.tv slash d d where we record these uh, podcasts. But I will describe them to you in audio form. There's a pin. <laughs> or maybe you guys can do this since you're probably better at, at describing things than I am.
2: Uh, this is a D20 oh, that I is green it. and awesome. And it has the aberrant on it. And it's inside of a very neat looking circle. Sur- oh, it looks like a ship's wheel with two swords going through it. Yeah, that like is,
0: a like a like a compass rose almost, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: that's that's actually pretty cool. And which Wait, one do you have, Shelly? Oh, I,
1: I love I this one. It. This is a mimic.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> but adorable. it's got a green tongue on it. He's
1: got a why what what why is that? Where's
0: um I, well in the 5th in the edition monster manual it's mostly purplish <gasps> type oh. stuff. That one has a green tint to it which I like Maybe
1: a lot. 2017, what? A green dragon.
0: That's right. And uh, I have a pin of the Green Devil mask from uh, Tomb of Annihilation, oh. uh, and it is fantastic, and I'm going to be putting this on all my clothes, and then when people touch it, it will be like, hey, I like that pin, and then they be get annihilated, so done and done. That's going to be fun. Easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. That fast. Yeah. That's how you deal with strange social anxiety. One. You're like, just touch my pin. <laughs> so
2: then someone can Gone. touch this, and I can punch them in the face.
0: Yeah, right. or, or bite their face off so that they, the mimic can eat it. Hey, ah!
2: This, I like, get to tell people where to go, I guess. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> That's less fun, I guess. Uh, uh, I d- I
2: c- it depends on where you're That's
0: probably true. Yeah, you're going in the wrong direction.
2: <laughs> you can go where the sun don't shine. And by that, I mean <laughs> the underdog. <That's- laughs> <I could>
0: <laughs> Thank you for that qualification. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Uh, a couple of comic book f- fun stuff I wanted to tell you about. So the Rick and Morty omnibus uh, issues one Yay! through four yes. is out now. Um, it's in hardcover and soft cover. Wait, no, no. doesn't <laughs> work that way. Swish, There's a couple. Of, <laughs> swish,
1: swish, swish, swish swish. That's that's swish, swish. a soft cover book.
0: <laughs> it's a soft cover book. <laughs> Thank you for that impression. <laughs> swish, swish, swish swish swish.
1: You and know, y- you can hear some more of my excellent sound effects on Sirenscape.
0: Ooh, that's a good really I am good.
1: Lady Crying.
0: woman upset
1: yep bachelor (laughs) cancelled woman who was just rejected by a bachelor
2: (laughs) I'll never find love
1: and yet she went on to
0: have a wonderfully happy life afterwards Uh, go back to Rick and Morty uh, right which is full of uh, irreverence Um, there's a GameStop exclusive version which has an adventure that Shelley played in
1: yeah for extra life Temple
0: of Glorb or Glorb 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 Um, That was written by Adam Lee. Um, That is awesome. You can only get that in GameStops, uh, and that is a hardcover version. Uh, There's also a Barnes & Noble exclusive that has a real cool cover and a poster in the back um, that is also exclusive to that store. So check those out if you haven't already. Great way to get all four of those amazing mashups between uh,
1: Rick and
2: Morty versus Dungeons &
1: Dragons. It's good, because when you read one... You're going to want the next one right away.
2: It's right. They're that good. Rick and Morty is one of my favorite television shows. Really? All of my alerts on Twitch are Rick and Morty sounds. So when they announced that they were doing burps? Dungeons and Dragons, I do not have any burps because I didn't want too many people that don't understand Rick oh, and Morty yeah, to like, not understand what was going on. But I got like Tiny Rick, Pickle Rick, all that stuff. But, yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
0: That yeah. is awesome. Um, and uh, one more comic book thing I want to make sure everyone knows about, D&D, A Darkened Wish is yes. out, the first issue of which is out now. Uh, it is a new comic series written by uh, B. Dave Walters. Uh, him. Friend of the show that oh, we've had on amazing. tons of times. Wonderfully creative uh, dude. And the artwork is by Tess Fowler. And I love the artwork so much in this issue. That's awesome. Both uh, amazing
2: people. Both yes. just like salty- We the should get people. them on. Yes. We were totes. C Miller also wants to be on the show, and I'm supposed to tell you that, but I don't think I was supposed to say it well, while the camera was on.
0: Oh well, that's all right because we it's want him on too. We do. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
2: I think I talked to him about that at
1: Garycon.
0: Yeah, I I know. I'm like, do we not have ever? It feels like we have, no, but I maybe we, we have. haven't. Oh well, that's that's bad on us. We got to make it happen. We'll make it work. We have lots of work to do to get people on this podcast there 's tons um, but i 'm excited about this uh, entire mini series it 's got a really interesting uh, uh, you know conceit to it where there are level twenty super high powered d and d characters which we don 't usually get to see very often. We almost see like the hero 's journey all the time uh, so it starts off kind of in this. Vane, where they're they're uber powerful, almost like challenging of gods themselves, and then it goes back to uh, how the group formed and got started, and and oh, and it has cool. a, juxtapos- a juxtaposition between those two, which I find really fascinating, and I can't wait to see how they explore it more. Right, right. Yeah. right? All right.
2: Yeah, (laughs) sounds awesome.
0: First issue is out now. Like I said, totally
2: enthralled with all of that. You You had me at B. Dave Walters (laughs) and (laughs) testing.
0: You're like, that's all I need to know. And if you can
2: get one, actually, I've I've seen so many tweets where people are going, oh, it's sold out, it's sold out, it's sold out. So people are just picking that stuff up. That's a good sign. Yeah, no, I like that
0: a lot. Uh, So go to your comic book store now if you haven't already, because it's probably sold out. Um, But uh, it's on Comicsology as well. And uh, yeah, let's let's. I, I just I want nothing but success for those two, and I want them to to keep to continue to make amazing stories. So that's how you do it.
1: Okay, sell
0: it out, selling it out. All right. Um, also, uh, you know, I don't know. I was going to talk about the D and D Young Adventurers Guides. Because yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, uh, but we'll have more information about those. We just had our interview with Jim Zub. Yeah, you can uh, about listen to that. Um, creating those interview. for young, uh, for young readers, uh, getting them in on D and D concepts. Oh yes, I remember
2: watching that. Right, right, right. Okay, I was trying to think. Like, did I miss something on D and D? What? Okay, <laughs> what's no, happening? I, yeah, no, I was.
0: Right, it. Uh, those books are coming out uh, this summer. They've released the first two. Are there's going to be uh, monsters and creatures and warriors and weapons on July 16th from Ten Speed Press. Um, and uh, I'm already pre-ordering them to get them for my kids because they are fantastic. It's right up their alley.
1: Yep. That's gonna be great.
0: It's gonna be great. All right. Love it. Uh, I think that's all I want to talk about right now. D D wise. What's happening in Avalon Hill world?
1: S- things I can't talk about.
0: <sighs> like that thing? Oh man, that's such a cool thing. And then that other thing? hmm Oh, I don't you like that are one the worst. as
2: much. You know that? Just, just <laughs> the worst. I'm like, yeah, totally. That thing that I am. Remember so the one I told you about off camera? Interesting. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No,
0: you didn't. I didn't, actually. I'm that was a bluff check. Even,
2: even if you did, I signed a waiver, so whatever that's right no because if
1: you knew you would be like i can't keep it in i gotta tell the world it's that good it's that good
0: you know what you to watch out for though tell them no nathan and kate oh. <laughs> when they do spoilers and swag i
1: don't tell him anything
0: good
4: it's important
1: to I tell love, your boss nothing. I don't tell spoilers. your boss he nothing. Has no idea what yeah. I'm
2: working on. <laughs> I always go there trying to see what they're willing to drop because you can tell yep. what they want. To oh, they, just a little piece of it. And I'm like, dream. yes,
1: keep talking. Do you see him like wander around and like look at people's desks? Like, oh, what's yeah, like, this? It's I? either like <laughs> something he's going to give away on spoilers and swag, or something he's going to talk about. Right. So tell him nothing. So Mapping. keep walking around and doing that. Like please, he was like at uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was at like a game store and he was like, "Shelly, did you know like there's this game called Betrayal Legacy?" And I was like, "Yeah, Nathan, that's ours." And he was like, "Oh, you never told me. I like, oh. <laughs> like I was working on that for like two and a half years." He's <laughs> like, "How come this never came up in our one-on-one it was really meetings?" Weird. Yeah, yeah, that's strange. What, okay. what do you do here anyway? <laughs> Well, things. for
0: those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Nathan Stewart is the uh, director of Dun- senior director of Dungeons and Dragons, really, um, and he has a show with Kate Welch on our Twitch channel uh, on Fridays, usually the first Friday of the month, um, and it's called Spoilers and Swag for a reason because he gives away stuff and usually spoils uh, all of my communication plans.
3: Right? <laughs> and
0: shows you on your toes. I know, right? It's good stuff. So there's going to be a new one coming up. Uh, I believe what is it, April fifth? Is that the right date? I think that's April fifth. So, Palum
2: says yes.
0: <laughs> mark your calendars for that. As
2: a moderator, I can't win any of that stuff, can I?
0: Sure. Can you just really? not
2: moderate? I mean, that particular. Aren't you I've, winning I've, right now? I've honestly thought about making a ghost account and just going in as both a moderator.
0: You know what you could also <laughs> and do is just like email us, and then you might be able to win some high fives. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm
2: not it. I thought about it for like two seconds. I'm like, no, like, the, me, the internet I will hate that. me. That would have have a t-shirt. <laughs>
0: I don't want high fives. I
2: don't want a high five.
0: All right. Well, you know what we do?
2: We do all eight legs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Eight spider high fives for the win. Eight thumbs up. All right. Well, let's get to our uh, segment. We are going to throw it to some lore. You should.
1: No. Bong,
0: bong, bing, bong,
1: bong, (laughs) bong.
0: Welcome to another segment of Lore You Should Know, where we talk about little bits of Dungeons and Dragons lore for your own edification or just for fun. Uh, I am Greg Tito, and I'm joined by Mr. Chris Perkins. Hello. And today, on this very pleasant Lore You Should Know segment, we are going to talk about the nine hells. You know, one hell wasn't enough. We had to multiply it by, by nine. By nine, exactly.
4: Also known as Beator. Beator. Yes. Is it its
0: own... All right, and this well, we'll get into the nitty-gritty. Is it its own plane of existence?
4: It is. The Nine Hells is one of the outer planes. Outer planes. It is the lawful evil outer plane. And is it is it physically split into nine different realms? Yes. And if you think of it almost like an upside-down wedding cake, mm-hmm. it just sort of... Boom, 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 boom. Stacked it- one above the other with the first layer at the top and the ninth layer at the bottom. And how do you tra if if you were on, say, the
0: the first layer of hell, how do you travel to the, the next
4: I am glad you asked. By far the most common way to get between layers is to sail down the river Styx. Oh. Which is an unholy river that threads its way through all of the lower plains and then sort of cascades down through the nine hells. And um that's one way to go. It's kind of it's kind of it can be difficult because sometimes you go over you know, sticks waterfalls and other bad things can happen. It's not the easiest trip down.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, how does it, I mean, well, it, physically, so, but is it more of a metaphysical? It's a
4: metaphysical thing, which yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because it isn't a literal river with literal falls or literal anything. Um, you can see it, you can touch it, you can fall into it, and God's help you if you do. And, uh, but you can sail on what seems like smooth waters, encountering nary a ripple mm. on the river Styx and find yourself on the next layer down. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Mm. Um, just the topography around you suddenly changes. Um, ha- the transitions are ever-changing and you never know what they're going to be. Even the river Styx itself does not follow a consistent course. Interesting. It might seem to lead one place one moment and then not lead there the next. But it is a reliable place to go down in the Nine Hells. If you want to. And I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I meant was yes
0: uh, so the first so the the, the the nine hells are, are is the location where devils uh, correct are, are devils reside. are devils
4: are by far and away the the first the, the the most populous type of creature found in the nine hells and there are different ones on the different layers correct well devils can can appear all over the place. Like, for instance, um, a bone devil can appear on pretty much any level of the Nine Hells. Mm. Uh, but it may, it'll be in the service, probably, of a different arch archdevil. Um, because each, la- each layer of the Nine Hells has an archdevil who rules over it, and then a number of vassals and generals who execute its commands, and then a plethora of devils underneath them to carry out all of the various tasks that one needs to perform for the greater glory mm-hmm. of this archdevil. Often the defense, defense being a primary concern, as well as the capture of mortal souls, because that's how devils are made. They capture mortal souls and they turn c- them into... New devils. Uh, 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 Mains, is that what they're... Uh, those are the demons you're thinking of. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but lemures. Lim- lemures, that's and, the word. Uh, when and when a soul... That is corrupt, when a mortal soul is corrupted, and um, because of that corruption, after the mortal dies, the soul ends up in the nine hells. It emerges from the river Styx as a Lemur, which is the lowest of the low of devil kind. You could barely even really call them devils. We refer to them as least devils because <laughs> they're, there's no lower place on the pecking order, and they are just. Mal, uh malformed ill-shaped proto devils that haven't really been formed yet and they're they're super low intelligence and they're super weak mm-hmm. and vulnerable and if you kill one it just reforms again in the river over and over and over again unless you do some sort of holy rite kill it through some sort of um with holy water or something after it's dead can you do that while you're while you're in the nine hells yes okay yeah in fact, if you want to kill a lemur for good, you really... If you want to kill any devil for good, you have to kill it in the nine hells. Because a devil that's killed abroad mm-hmm. will reform in the nine hells as a lemur. So when they travel to the material plane, there's, there's danger there, there's but danger. not that much danger. Correct. You can kill a devil there, but it will always reform as a lemur. It'll hate that. <laughs> because now it has to work its way up through the infernal hierarchy all over again. Yes. And that can take a long time. We're not talking days. We're talking aeons. Mm.
0: Um, and if it's a, especially an arch devil or something like that is right. taking that time.
4: Unless, unless the devil has some sort of special deal, like in, like the devil might be a very special pet of one of the arch devils. So if mm. it dies and gets turned into a lemur, the arch devil will then promote it very quickly up through the ranks because they have that power. Because they do. Every every arch devil can essentially promote a devil up through the ranks, and the the goal is to get from lemur to a lesser devil, and then go up through the ranks of lesser devils to you become a greater devil, go up through the ranks of greater devils, and hopefully one day. If if, you know, if you're just Asmode- evil enough. If you're just evil enough, yeah, you can do it. You, you can got be- it, buddy. Exactly. We're can- going to give you a bonus. <laughs> yeah, you can become a duke who's like very important and has, has Asmodeus's ear and can, can attend court and, on the lowest plane of Nessus and hear all the latest rumors and become a political mover and shaker until Asmodeus one day taps you on the shoulder and says, you have done well. I'm going to make you lord of the blank. And blank is either... First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth layer of hell. He sits in the ninth. You can't have that. <laughs> Until you kill him. Good luck with that. Because <laughs> Asmodeus, unlike the other devils, is actually a god and a greater one at that. A greater god? Yes. Interesting. So, well, yeah, he can't sit on that throne forever and not be, have something, something going on. Right. Um, and every one of his archdevils would love to sit on that throne. And get promoted. Would they then ascend to godhood after that? Probably, yeah. I suspect once word gets out that Asmodeus has been gacked, uh, all those wayward followers are going to be looking for some other evil, lawful evil sod to to pledge undying fealty to. And Mephistopheles would love that to be him. Uh, Balzable would love that to be him. They would all love it to to have that kind of attention.
0: How did... uh how did Oz- asmodeus get that power was is it uh, was it from a o was it from the, uh, an over god type situation or, or no
4: what? he's extremely old um, are older probably than the nine hells itself whoa interesting um, he is he is essentially the pure distillation of law and evil into a form mm-hmm. and there is some belief that were he ever that he's he has existed since the multiverse essentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the form he's in now, but he's always there. Just like metaphysically speaking, you can't have good without evil. Yeah. As long as there's been good, there's been evil and vice versa. As long as God has existed in the world, Asmodeus or some proto version of him has always been around to represent the embodiment of what is lawful and evil. And uh, the the nine hells is kind of his construct, which
0: do, I, I, yeah embodies that
4: hierarchy, yeah. that like idea exactly that he must have
0: rank and law right. and order. Yes, and,
4: and yes, these are all things that are important to him, and all things that are important to the plane for the plane to maintain its cohesion. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people or a lot of archdevils who crave Asmodeus's power think that they can simply just usurp it, but it takes a tremendous amount of will on his part to keep the nine hells, and frankly the cosmos, together. Mm. And uh, uh, one of the things about Asmodeus, which is kind of interesting, is that, yeah, he's evil, but he is actually interested in the multiverse's preservation. Because without it, of course, there's no him, and without him, then what's the point of anything? Yes, which is in direct conflict to the demons. Exactly, which are all sort of raw entropy and destruction who want to destroy everything, which is why Asmodeus is the guy fighting the blood war. Um, he's the guy, he's the, he's the guy holding the demons from destroying the multiverse. First and foremost, it's him because he likes the multiverse. <laughs> he's like, I want to keep living. He likes people worshiping him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he doesn't like the disruption that the demons cause and the angels aren't always there to do what he thinks is necessary. Mm.
0: And sometimes those necessary things are, are, are evil. Of course. Yes, of course. Um, so how, how does, uh... How does he keep the demons at bay? Where where does that blood war...
4: It mostly plays out on the first layer of the Nine Hells because that's where the demons emerge from the River Styx and find themselves. Mm. Uh, So they pour out of the River Styx onto the banks of Avernus and for ages now, the first layer of the Nine Hells has been a battlefield between these forces of chaotic evil and lawful evil. Other battles have been fought there as well battles between angels and devils mm-hmm. you know blood war seems to draw all the attention but there's also kinds other kinds of conflict that happen there and so it's very very important to asmodeus that the demons be held there and so he needs somebody ruling over avernus who who's sharp enough to and and has enough souls coming in to basically maintain the armies that hold the demons at bay mm. and uh, and who is that person for the first layer of hell there? it has of all the layers of hell, the first layer of hell has had the most uh, sort of revolving door. It's a turnover uh, it, situation. Yeah, they really, really can't
0: keep uh, yeah, someone good. Yeah, it's, in there. it's,
4: it's hard. Um, in, currently, the ruler of Avernus is Zariel, who is a fallen angel. Oh. Uh, she came to hell to fight evil. And as part of the other war that you were talking about, or well, referring yeah, to? she, she basically, she was not happy with the passivity that a lot of angels were manifesting toward the blood war. She mm-hmm. thought the angels should be throwing themselves bodily against it. So she rallied a huge army of mortals and led them into the nine hills, basically to take the fight to demons and devils alike. Mm-hmm. She was want to she, kill She was going to rampage over the everything good is better without um, exactly. these these things in existence. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. And and backed by my, you know, throng, my my throng of of uh, mortal trained mortal uh warriors, we're going to show the demons and devils how it's done. Unfortunately, it didn't play out the way she wanted. Uh her forces dwindled, uh were broken and uh, she ultimately surrendered. And surrendered. She did. That's uh, not a yeah, thing that happens very often. No, nor- normally you'd expect the the angel to throw herself on, you know, uh, to the bitter end, but she surrendered. Asmodeus was so taken by her determination mm. and so disappointed with <laughs> her current uh, with Avernus's current lord that he made her an offer she couldn't refuse, and that is, I will, if you will, come with me. I will let you do what you wanted to do. I will let you fight the blood war and drive the demons back to their domain Mm. and make the multiverse a safer place for everyone. And she said yes. Interesting. Wow. And the person she replaced was a pit fiend, a very powerful pit fiend named Bell, B-E-L, who had presided over for quite some time, multiple editions, in fact, (laughs) um, who had in turn replaced others before him, including, I believe, uh one of the previous rulers was Gargoth, another pit fiend, mm-hmm. and before him Tiamat. Tiamat ruled Avernus? Yes. Oh, as 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 a devil or no, as herself. As herself. Mm. In first edition, she was the ruler of Avernus. Interesting. And then she um Asmodeus wasn't really happy with her management style <laughs> and uh, basically locked her up.
0: Oh. And that's Okay. So uh in, in, in speaking to Joe Manganello uh often about his character mm-hmm. Arkin and and what yeah. that character's MO is all yeah. about is is freeing Tiamat. Exactly.
4: And I mean Tiamat is a really a force of nature, and um it was i I gotta imagine from Asmodeus' point of view, it was a bit of a risk. Um, <laughs> it's like two. we're gonna bring you on, yeah. but we'll see how this works out.
0: Oh, I guess it didn't. Sorry, we're gonna yeah. lock you up here.
4: Yeah, that was uh, yeah. So, um, and then in Tyranny of Dragons, so that was the, the that was the premise is mortal people trying to free her from her prison in the Nine Hells and bring her into the world. Interesting. All yeah, right, well, it didn't work. Did not work, as far as we know, unless it happened in your campaign, in which case, bravo, <laughs> Tiamat's now ruling your world.
0: And now we want to hear all about it.
4: <laughs> right, yes. Uh, so Tiamat is still um, canonically in, in, uh, confined to her corner of Avernus. Now, what's interesting is there are things that can draw her out, and she, can still, she still has some leash, I guess is the word, mm. um, to, to wander Avernus and occasionally she sticks her nose in other people's business. But so
0: it's kind of like a house arrest yeah, type
4: situation. Kind of, yeah. Um, okay. And uh, But she would love to get out of Avernus if she could. Yeah. I mean, yeah. most people wouldn't. She doesn't want, I don't think Tiamat wants to return to that position. She wasn't necessarily happy in that management role either.
0: <laughs> She's like, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to... Yeah, pretty much. I've like, yeah. got a startup
4: mentality going uh, Yeah. I, I, I'll take a world. Give me a world. Any world. <laughs> I crin, Kryn. Crin's open. Let's do it. We're moving on up. Yeah. They know me by a different name there, exactly. but, you know, the same kind we of... We just
0: good. want to get to an IPO eventually so that exactly. we can sell right. off. Yeah. So maybe the next place she does show up is Crin. Who knows? I, I, uh, interesting. Uh, I love all this. So, what do uh, you know? How can uh, dungeon masters kind of infuse this this lore into their into their storyline? You know, how much do people in, say, the Forgotten Realms or or other, um, you know, shades of existence know about the Nine Hells?
4: I think that people know of it, uh, and they know where devils come from. Mm -hmm. They're grateful that devils can't leave the Nine Hells freely um, without some powerful summoning spell and they, they hope that they will never end up there. Mm. Because not in the Nine Hells, if your soul ends up there, you know you're never going to be happy. Uh, it is a place of abject tyranny and enslavement. Mm. Uh, so it is, it is in some respects even worse than any other place, even the Abyss. In the Abyss, you probably won't live long in, the, in what amounts to an afterlife there. But in the Nine Hells, You'll probably be stuck there forever, and probably in a form you don't like, mm-hmm. and at the mercy of some higher authority that you just cannot stand. All the worst bosses are there.
0: <laughs> when you're when you're a Lemur, do you? You said they had low intelligence. Do they have they're awareness? They're just of smart their former enough. Life?
4: They're just they have no real awareness of their former life. Okay, but they're just smart enough to know they're being oppressed. Yeah, um, this sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 now, we didn't talk on too much of the other layers, but to, to just to sort of gloss them over, yeah. every every layer has its own archdevil, and every archdevil has his own or her own flavor mm. um, to them. Dis, Peter, the lord of Dis, the second layer, is a master negotiator and loves Machiavellian schemes. Mm. Glazia, who's Asmodeus' daughter, not too long ago you assumed command of the sixth layer of Malbolge and she's into sort of illusions and misdirection and seduction. And does that manifest itself in in the layer itself? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So since is all about deals and they're ironclad, iron is kind of like this pervasive mm-hmm. element on his layer and the cities are cast out of iron and on glazia's level what you see is almost never what's really there mm. everything is sort of veiled uh, there's decay throughout the entire plane but it's all hidden and made to look beautiful and pristine oh, creepy yeah so they've they've all got a flavor they've all got a flavor to them uh, some of the archdevils are 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 in good shape others they're kind of hanging by a thread valzabul was kind of transformed for disobeying asmodeus into a giant slug creature he would mm. just as soon not remain that way forever <laughs> Levistus, who rules the layer of Stygia, is encased in ice,
3: hmm.
4: um, imprisoned, but still kept in charge. Um, and he's hoping one day that ice will thaw and he'll be able to walk around like everybody else. But until then, he has to project out through the ice to reach his followers. Is the layer also encased in ice? Or it they- is? It is a frigid. It is one of the two frozen layers of hell. Oh, there's frozen layers. Yes. So, so one, they
0: don't have that whole. Fire and brimstone no that 's another
4: thing about the nine hills worth mentioning is that they are varied um, a little bit in terms of their climate, some but they 're always kind of horrible they 're either it, like Avernus is hot and blasted wasteland mm-hmm. nothing desert really, life. yeah nothing grows there it 's all kind of badlands wasteland there 's no real life to the place, but places like uh, Stygia and Kenya are immensely cold, frigid hatefully cold places then you've got the classically fiery ones but then you've got like swamp just mm. endless endless swamp and decay which is just kind of like my worst hell yeah like I would I would just as soon bake in a furnace than have to wade through muck and muck and flies and humidity till the end of days well, you're in the right climate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go to Florida. Right. There Ever. is no there is no hell where it just I think rains all the time, but maybe that's the swamp layer. But.
0: No, that's that's uh, the celestial layer. Like that's yeah, that's a exactly. happy time. Right. Yeah, 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 rain is great. Cascadia. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah the, the happy hunting grounds. Right, yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll do some lore you should know on on other planes uh, soon. But uh, sounds good. Always good to get a great overview of what's happening in the nine hells. Fascinating stuff, as always. If people wanted to ask any questions of you uh, about these layers or or the political machinations of what's happening in hell, mm-hmm. uh, how can they
4: get in touch with you? I'm on Twitter at Asmodeus. Now I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Chris. Perkins DND and uh, I. Uh, I'm at Greg Tito and I now want to ask you
0: like four other lore you should know segment questions about uh, how the Lady of Pain figures into all of this. Oh yeah, we'll save that for another time. That's a good one. To save. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Excellent. Thanks everybody. We'll be back with another segment next week. was a really good lore uh segment. I feel like I know a lot more about hell. Mostly yeah. not... Might be from that segment, though, from being in this room. From talking
1: about The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah,
0: ever talking about The Bachelor. <laughs> exactly. That is our own personal
1: yeah
0: hells. Yeah, the All nine of them, because there's only been nine seasons, right?
1: Have you ever done a lore... Right. <laughs> like a year. I was shaking my head nor, for that one. Nor lore you should know about owlbears. I don't think we have a done... A question came up today. Yeah? In which... Somebody asked, do owlbears lay eggs?
0: Yes. I was going to say the answer to that is yes. I don't
2: know. I believe it's yes. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think it is. But that's why we need to have them on. You're right. Let's do it. I'm adding it to the list. Laura,
2: should know about Amaskari, Glomings I want more on. I just read about them recently. Glomings are like the more badass versions of tieflings. I think they need way more love. They can actually make their skin glow, which I don't know why anybody would want that in the Underdark.
0: That's pretty important.
2: More, Lori should know about Amaskari. They're cool. And okay. Glomings. Put that I'm on, right. on. I'm writing it down. I'm <laughs> in. It, is, it is known. He'll listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll, <laughs> I'll just get on my
0: notes from that. That's perfect. Uh, all right. Well, that's awesome. We should probably get to our interview. Okay. With Tia. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi.
1: Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, fancy meeting you Hang here. Hang on. We have to get to the interview. <laughs> Hi, Tia. Hi.
2: You are Hi. amazing. You're amazing. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Very excited to be here. Are you mm-hmm. nervous? Not as much anymore. Not I think anymore. the hour was yeah. uh, was a good way to like. Because we're buffoons. <laughs> <laughs> we warm it now up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, it feels good now. I'm, I'm chill. I like that you're here.
1: I like that and I you am. You don't live here. in Seattle.
2: No, no, when I uh, I totally actually lied to Greg, and I was like, oh, I might happen to be in Seattle if uh, I'm on Dragon Talk, and then I was like, hey, I got on Dragon Talk. I'm now going to go to Seattle. Oh, so. <laughs> there we go.
0: I was picking you up what you were putting it. down. Oh,
2: I knew you knew, uh, but you know, it didn't stop me from trying. So That's when I was slow <laughs> playing it because
0: I was like, I don't. I mean, if you want to, it's better to be in person because you get that uh, connection. Yeah, right? it's better.
2: Yeah. I just wanted to sneak into the offices and grab as much stuff as I can on the way out. Okay. Right. Like we'll, we will not.
1: That's, we will not look as uh, you leave the as post. being
0: a aficionado of the drow. Uh, that's right in character, very perfect, yes, sense. Very Sneaking in, slaughtering us all, and taking all of our loot
2: with uh, your eight arms, reaching walls into the very very dark. I do feel like I'm in a very bright underdark right now, though.
0: So, uh, as we like to go back into time, as to when people got started about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the time. That's We've never actually backwards. done that before, but now I feel like we're in the back, the before times. Yeah. Uh, so when did you start loving Dungeons & Dragons? How, how oh did gosh, this all begin?
2: I, yes. I hope you all are prepared to be bored at home because this is a good one.
3: <laughs> I know. No. Um,
2: I started reading a lot of Norse, myth- Norse mythology and stuff like that, and I really liked the idea of fantasy. And I – reading kept me busy as a kid, came from kind of a broken home. I won't get into all the darkness and awfulness of that. But reading is something that you can do for free. Go to your local library. Support your local libraries. And I picked up a Dragonlance book off the shelves, Mm. which is where the name Lorelania came from, like Lorelantzalassa, Lorelania. Followed along with that. That all makes sense. Um, Very close to Kit Yara at first, was able to bond with her really well. I have two younger brothers, one who uh, is mentally handicapped. And so looking out for them is something that I could kind of connect with her on. Um, My loves changed over time, obviously, to Lorelai and and then to (laughs) Raicelyn. But it was really interesting to see all of these characters that I wanted to be like. And I had no idea that you could become like them fast-forwarding through time, uh, start playing Magic the Gathering because, oh, it's like the books that I'm reading. This is, this is really cool. I can cast spells. I can cast spells. I'm a wizard. I can do all this. Yeah. Um, long story short there, my deck got stolen. It was Aww. the saddest day of my life. Did I you have
0: like four Mox Rubies in there or something? Yeah,
2: I had a uh, Black Lotus. I no, had, you did Yes, I had four of them, Black Border. I started playing right when it came out Wait, in the card shop. seriously? Yes, um, I had an Avatar of Woe, I had Ice Manipulator, I had... Dang, yeah, it was, I thought that was
0: just a throwaway joke. Oh, like, no, no, no,
2: no, 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 it was, uh, and um, we so played... if anyone was, knows
0: where this deck is... Oh, did I know,
2: I know. four Black no, Lotus Magic cards? No, I know, because cards? somebody <laughs> stole them off the corner while young Tia went to the restroom. No. And uh, there was the a store called where? Asgard's. Well, we played in the tables. You know how like you do is in, uh, in Magic, Friday Night Magic and stuff like yeah. that. So I just left my deck to oh. go for a second. And uh, we were in Asgard's. Great comic book store. Poor Coquitlam. It's shut down now, unfortunately. But across the street, I'm not going to name their store because I don't want anybody like thrown – stuff at them, because they're great people, too. They had no way of knowing. Um, but I, same day, went later on, and I saw my cards in the display case, and oh. you know your cards. They've got, like, a certain bend oh, to them. I was a 12-year-old kid. On. I did not take care of my cards. I didn't... Black Do you understand what it meant? F- yeah, yeah, exactly. It just it was just fun to play. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really, really, really sad. And so, like, 12- 12... somebody must have seen... Who took it? I think they were just really sly. Nat twenty on the stealth check, it happens, uh, you know, oh it's unfortunate. We've and- gotta
0: start up our like sister podcast, which is Dragon Talk C S I Go back in time and find no, out what find out. happened. Enhance,
2: I, enhance, enhance. I need to know. <laughs>
0: enhance.
1: We'll just take you to the Black Lotus supply closet while you're here and just. Get <laughs> <in there.
0: laughs> we'll deck you out.
1: Yeah. How, how many how are you m- missing? What? Four. One, four, two, three, four. 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 Yeah. No
2: problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but well, they only gave me one. No. <laughs> I feel like every,
0: everyone on the magic side is like,
2: Charlie, no, shut, shut up. Don't true. tell them about
1: the supply <laughs> closet.
2: <laughs> no, they're all going to want to There's the come. basement that I'm more worried about. There's no supply closet. Yeah. That's right. But it it led to actually getting around to the original question, Dungeons and Dragons, because there is 12, 13-year-old Tia crying her eyes out at this comic book store. Aww. And there was another part of the store that was for the big kids, the cool kids. And I would always hear crazy stuff happening back there. A lot of yelling, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, we just kind of ignore that. and the weird kids. <laughs> and They saw me like all a sudden They're like, why don't you come play D&D with us? And That's so like, D&D. Yeah. Lift just,
0: you up. Yeah. Yep.
2: And... By the oh. end of the day, I'd, forgot. I'd made like a little goblin archer, I think, died same session. But from then on, D&D became life. It was seven days a week, four different groups. Uh, it was second edition revised back then. And I just eat, slept, breathe. I had one teacher in school because I was doing so well in my class. She would just sit there and let me read my books. Oh, and it awesome. was just, oh, it was the greatest it was not popular for it. That's for sure. D anD D was definitely not a popular thing.
0: But not like now. Not like now. Hey. <laughs> 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 Hands in the air. But that's such. A, I. what well that. How dare you say that's going to be a boring story? Because now I'm like so engaged. It's in, a great engaged. story. And like how you made that character, and like all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is. And
1: the D anD D people thought. Saw you a sad person and they went and brought you into their group. We uh, – here, me and
2: Encounter Joshua, we actually stumbled upon a comic book store and it's been so long since I've been in a comic book store and I remembered why I used to go. I changed homes a lot as a poor kid, foster care, et cetera, et cetera. But in the comic book stores, I always found a lot of other kids like me that had that same kind of story like – Life was not good at home and, again, won't go into all the reasons. But it was mm-hmm. it was one place that was always just there. You know, you didn't want to go home after school because the home was too hard. Go play some Magic for a few hours. Go play some D&D and just be there. And it became a second home, second family. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean because I know a lot of people who have said that just fantasy worlds in general became that second home, that second world. Real world kind sucks. Of, it it mean, sucks. sucks. It's, true. it's and true. It was
2: absolutely – a chance for me to become somebody else because I did not want to be who I was. Some yeah. days, even now, I don't want to be who I am. And I go play a wizard. That's today. why we go play. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: That's, you know, most of our lives when we're here at uh, Wizards of the Coast, we're just being like, I'm going to be a... I'm a wizard. A wizard today. Mm,
1: wizard so we too. are. Yeah. Of the Wonderful government. Wizard Day. Yeah. Exactly. Technically, they <laughs> are wizards. Uh,
0: so, oh. did you gravitate? What was the? You obviously made that Goblin character you talked about. But was there some character type that you gravitated towards as a young player?
2: Yeah, that's when I started reading about R.A. Salvatore and made the switch from Dragonlance to Faerun. Which uh, it is. It was a hard toss-up at the time to decide what I liked more as a kid, mm-hmm. but Faerun captured my heart and soul. What was it about it that captured you? Um, I picked out randomly on like a spinning uh, bookcase and I grabbed Homeland of all things just Interesting. That's why I that's believe exactly it. what
1: Bob would say, start with. <laughs> don't. Why do you call
2: him Bob? That's so Bob.
1: weird to me. Hey Bob.
0: <laughs> it was weird to me, too. Bob. I have to be honest Bob. with you. When and I, Mr. I, Salvatore. When
1: Mr. Sorry, Salvatore, Salvatore would say, start with Homeland. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Bob, wasn't it? That was a really good that one. one. That was a really good Bob, really good. Guys? <laughs> I actually got permission from, uh, I guess you guys, that's weird, uh, to read the Homeland Sojourn in Exile on Twitch, which I still have not actually done all the way through. But now that I've said it on Dragon Talk, I have to do Now you have to do it. Wow. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, With your Twitch channel, uh, which is now called, what, Roleplayers? Role yeah. TV? Yeah, I
2: can't, no, just Roleplayers. Role players TV is because I can't get Roleplayers on Twitter because Twitter, eight years ago, released the account, please, somebody. But Roleplayers, I can't believe I got that name on Twitch. I thought yeah. that yeah. would have been, like, gone, but uh, tried it, worked. That's mine now. Sweet. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah,
0: but that's awesome. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I, you're saying you believe in fate, and I think there's something to. Um, you know, seeing that fantasy book when you're a kid and then latching onto it, you're like, my life has changed yeah. so much because it of a few really books that I picked really up that did.
2: way. It um, And to get back to what Shelley was saying, the reason that I attached myself to Dark Elves and Farron so much is, again, because of the crappy at-home life situation. Yeah. And as a kid, you don't feel like you can change anything when you're a kid. If life sucks, life sucks. But then I saw these powerful drow women who just – Never took no for an answer. Didn't matter if they were being abused or if bad things were happening to them. They just made power within themselves, took that ladder, and started climbing it. And I wanted to be just like them so mm. badly. I wanted to have the power to change my own fate and my own destiny. And I absorbed a lot of those things into myself moving forward with the D&D. And then I just – it was only drought wizards from there. Not clerics, <laughs> drought wizards. I
1: Cannot imagine an author here like having a better wish for their work than how you just described like what what it felt like to read those books d d it-
2: hands down saved my life there is mm. no Maybe about it, there were a lot of dark places, a lot of times I want to run away and do much worse things, but I would always think, you know, I'm going to miss my campaign, you know, I have (laughs) stuff to do with my character. If these characters in R.A. Salvatore's books can survive and push forward, then so can I. If Raceland can push forward, then so can I, you know, they're dealing with, even though it was in fantasy, much worse things than I was dealing with in real life on occasions but it was enough of a road to follow and to give me kind of a guideline mentally how to handle with crappy situations. Yeah, that's yeah. Like one swear for the show, I did it. Crappy? Crappy. I, that's <laughs> that that's, that's, that's <laughs> pretty it's crappy, crappy swear, crappy. actually. <laughs>
3: Damn
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I find it interesting that the, uh, you know, evil-aligned characters were the ones that, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of latched onto. Why, why do you think that was? Even though, I mean, there are anti heroes in a certain certain way of, of looking at them, but what what, what was it my about friend that Ruben
2: actually said this really funny uh, in a Twitter. He runs the Ravnica Magica here. Ruben evil Bressler is, is more about uh, the press that you get. Evil isn't necessarily evil. I didn't always see the the bad characters as bad characters. They were writing their own stories. Hmm. Drower affected by farz Res in the Underdark, which is a natural radiation, which. Helps them become evil, which is why all things in the Underdark are changed. You yeah. know, if you bring an owl bo- bear into the Underdark for long enough, the res will affect it and make it have glowing snake antlers. I don't know, but
0: <laughs> and just be you know generally bad and eat people's faces and all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. Um, right, but I mean, I, even Raelind, I know. You know, he like again. I guess you could say you follow along his storyline because it's fascinating uh, as you as you're reading those books. But you know, he also does some pretty messed up stuff
2: I think coming from again a place where I had no power seeing somebody attain power mm. and change their way around them is definitely what, what really spoke to me and just his inner soliloquies and his thoughts I think at times were things when I was a angry teenager that I could relate to a lot, you know? Yeah. These people around me, they suck. They're jerks. They're making fun of me, you know? I would have rocks thrown at. I was spit at for playing Magic the Gathering oh. when I was at my cafeteria, so like Raceland would have awful things happen to him by kids, and he would just sit there and be like, one day I'm gonna rise above this. And, oh, man. and he did. He went a little too far, but you know, he rose above it. And Now that I want to
0: go back to your cafeteria and be like, I hey, do. you wanna play Magic am,
2: with me? Am, oh my god. angry. Yeah, no, it was... I,
0: the rage of Lolf is in you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all know that D&D wasn't the cool thing uh, for a long time, but I had really, really great friends. Uh, my original Dungeon Master actually found me on Twitch. No way. Yep, 20 years later, uh, the Epileptical found me on Twitch and a bunch of my friends. Keebler from uh, Asgard's as well. Uh, all the people that I used to play with 20 years ago. The so people
1: I, who took you in? Yeah, the people who took me in. No way. Oh. So it is crazy. There are good moms on in you my people. No,
2: you are good people. They are good well people. Well done. Good people. people. Yeah, no, it's crazy how the world comes comes full circle. It is,
0: yeah, and this and the and the folks in the D and D community, I feel like, have just made it. You know, obviously, there's uh, the online ways to communicate and things like that, and this made the world feel really small. While at the same time, it, it, it you're like, oh my god, this there's tendrils of this D and D community that go everywhere.
2: Well, Racelin actually is one of those tendrils still in my life because I play on Wednesdays uh, Tales from the Grim on Twitch a Dragonlance, Ravenloft kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it is That's the best d and I've played in a long, long time. Wow. It, I get that excited feeling again to – Wednesdays are like my day to like let it all loose. If I've had a crappy week, it's fine. Get in there and play these characters. And Racelin makes an appearance. Soft makes an appearance. It's, it's That's cool. What's your character you're playing on that one? Uh, I am playing Honoria Solanthus, which was actually named by Margaret Weiss, because I asked her, can you please give me a name for my character? And she actually responded, blew my mind. No and, way. Um, She's
0: great on the Twitters like that. She
2: is so fantastic. She retweets everything that we do. Thank you. I, I know that, you like we said, the interview is going to be boring, so you're not going to watch this. But if for any reason you're out there, thank you. We love all the support that you give to the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love am, the shade
0: you're throwing at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm entertaining and terrible, but thank you anyway. <laughs> i
2: uh, I'm a garbage person. Exactly. <laughs> if you can't make fun of yourself, who can you make fun of? <laughs> that
0: is very true. Well, shout out to Margaret because she, she uh, when so we cool. talked to her at, at Gary Conner, yeah, it was like was this awesome. wonderfully inspiring, just, you know, it's, it's amazing having her be this baseline that has, you know, pushed uh, how fantasy storytelling has, has kind of coalesced around yeah. D&D.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm playing a chronomancer following in Fistandantilus and Raceland, because, you know, nice. that's just my style. Yeah. It is so weird how... <sighs> Twitch and D&D have become a thing. I think – I'm going to speak for everybody here. Uh, <laughs> as you should. And, yep. uh, speak for everybody. I think when we played D&D as kids, as adolescents, or whatever you pictured it, you always wished that someone was watching like, oh, did you see that thing I just did or that fireball? I'm like, oh, I'm like your friends in the room. But ah. you kind of always see it in theater of the mind, right? And now Twitch does actual theater. You can yeah. map it out. You can do all that. And so the idea of Twitch – celebrities blew my mind. I didn't even know it was a thing until th- two years ago that Twitch was, and D&D was popular. I had no idea about Critical Role, any of mm. it. I was at DreamHack, and I saw this guy wearing a D&D shirt. And I was like, hi, D&D, cool, awesome. Sit there, talk for a little while, talk about like anxiety and stuff like that, how we can help each other. I'm like, man, D&D people are just really... Really freaking awesome. Hey, I'm Tia. It's nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh, I'm Chris Perkins. Oh, cool. I think <gasps> I know who you are. And he's like, yeah, no. yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Sweet. Okay, cool. And then I walk away. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should have said so many more things.
2: Really? Uh, no, no it, was just, it was a really great moment for me to know that the spirit of D&D and people still is with all these Twitch celebrities out there. So had you not been playing D&D? Did uh, you just start up? Again? I started with misclicks because I... D&D ended for me, I'd say, around like age 19 because there wasn't an online thing. People yeah. just grew apart. Right. I was in a job where I traveled a lot. So I still read my novels and kept in it and kept the spirit of D&D alive. But I had no one to play with. I started playing Heroes of the Storm and World of Warcraft to kind of fill that RPG need. And mm-hmm. I ran into uh, Anna Prosser Robinson who was like, oh, you play D&D. Do you want to play a show on Misclicks?" And I played that where I played Calithra and she was – a very unlucky character <laughs> some characters just don't roll well some dice don't roll well
0: it's true you never know that's yeah, what makes it fun fate. it's almost fate as if they're dice. a random number generator
2: yeah, you know it's nice. funny i remember
1: talking about or uh, talking to misclicks on dragon talk yeah a long time ago. yeah i'm i i do not know how i feel like, like it was two three years ago i feel like it was longer because it, it was still like really confusing to me maybe we've talked to them before maybe
2: Trista Ray, maybe they're DM for that show. That was I crazy. feel like yeah, did maybe, speak to her.
1: but like I feel like there was a time, even maybe even before you, it might have been before me. Before it Greg, so, yeah. it was so confusing because I just couldn't wrap my brain. I'm like I don't understand what they do. <laughs> like why are they playing D and D on? And Um, even Chris um, Perkins, um, I
0: remember when you know he's said that about uh, the the podcast for Acquisitions Incorporated. You know, back in two thousand eight. Yeah, the
1: fourth (laughs) edition. one. Yeah,
0: he was. I remember him saying like, I didn't think anyone would pay attention at all.
1: And I loved those podcasts. That's how I learned how to play it. Yeah, I would just listen to those podcasts on my way home from work. Like, oh yeah, I get it. Me too. Yeah. How could that be fun? And it is. It It is is. so
2: much fun. I never would have guessed.
1: But I like what you were saying that like. You kind of want people to see, like, this yeah, moment well, that no, happened. Yeah, there's, there's
2: an audience, and you can go back, you can record it, you yeah. can watch it, you can podcast it. It brought the idea of voice acting to me for D&D, because as a kid, I, we didn't we had our didn't characters, we but we didn't do voices. And yeah. then, you know, I see all these people doing voices, and it's like, that is so cool. I, yeah. I never thought to do that. And I guess
1: that's part of why it's entertaining to watch it, mm-hmm. too, is, like, I do want to see that moment when you fireballed the entire whatever yeah. I want to see it. I want to see and it. And now I can. And now I it's can.
0: there for you.
2: Yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so it was only two years ago that you were getting into Twitch at all? Is that- No,
2: I've been on Twitch for five years okay. now. So I, I played World of Warcraft. Uh, For a long time, that's where I went up and then I switched to Heroes of the Storm because I thought that was going to be the next big thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It did not pan out. Uh, And then I made the adjustment to playing Dungeons & Dragons. I was fortunate enough to be on Misclicks. And then now my friends uh, Will and Sid of Encounter Roleplay. They do a show, uh, Learn by Play D&D, here on your D&D Twitch channel. Which which is awesome. They are great. Um, And they took me in and I did... The Long March for two years was our campaign over there, where I played my—I want to say my favorite OC, Zune Vondry of House Vondry, dark elf necromantic wizard, basically my dream character. (laughs) Um, I love her to pieces, and through that started seeing that oh, you can play with other people and other shows, and that's how I'm Tales from the Grim now. I actually got to play with Matthew Mercer once, which was pretty cool, but we did Cipher System, not D and D. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna D and D someday. Nice. someday.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. He's a, he's a wonderful game master, isn't he?
2: He is amazing dungeon master. Who says game master?
0: Well, because it was the cipher system, so I wanted to be. <laughs> you know. uh, he's okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's his
1: voices are so so.
0: I mean, they're they're not as good as Shelley's. <laughs> honestly, he just lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> when we uh, do you remember the first time we spoke to yeah. to, to Mercer and I was like Shelley's got some <laughs> some stuff to Ooh, throw at you
2: my pigeon
0: and then he jumped into a Kermit, Kermit. the Frog that was like it was indistinguishable yeah. from. From the I real was Kermit. Like,
1: really? Did oh, you was have amazing. to do that?
0: I know he showed, he showed you up. <laughs> I am
1: like a
2: child. Like you just go, oh, that's so good, and move on. Pat, pat, pat. Yeah. I have an embarrassing story about another member of the cast over at their live show. Uh-huh. Um, I had just finished visiting Geek and Sundry, and I'd you know, like we came here in the office. I've been hugging everybody, and so I was just in that upbeat, huggy kind of mood. But you got to remember, not everybody wants to hug. And we were in line for the art gallery, and none other than Sam Regal pops around the corner. I just run up to him and hug him and, like, hey, can I take a photo? And then he walks away. He was so polite about it. And, like, now it's just one of those things that, like, haunts my mind every night before I go to sleep. Remember that time you hugged Sam Regal without asking him? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I had a similar experience, uh, not with Sam Regal, but with uh, – we went down to – to L.A., uh, and we're meeting some, Fancy, some people. LA. Meeting some people, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, all right, now it's, it's hug time, and I'm hugging people. the hug time. It's like, it's all right, right, thank you, you for being a part that. of this, and all of a sudden, I, yeah, and then I think there was one person who showed a little bit of un- uncomfortability, but I was like, ah, I'm a hugger. I'm going to do it, yeah. and then I ended up doing it, like, two times as we were saying goodbye, and I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have. I, pushed, a, I pushed the limit a little bit there.
2: It's
0: Mostly because, I mean, I don't think you had anything, any problem with it, but it was just like a... Social anxiety. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. No, exactly. Like, afterwards, the social anxiety kicks in, and it's just like, oh, man. But D&D and social anxiety, I feel like sometimes those things just go hand yeah. in hand.
0: <laughs> and and uh, one uh, assuages the other. Like, you're a little yeah. bit like, oh, okay. Well, even though I have this...
2: I'm you much know, braver in D and D than I am in real life. Yes, oh god. exactly. So over. you don't
1: even realize it, but it will carry over. It's it's it crazy. Does.
2: There well, there are times that my character, yeah, it does carry over to real life, especially right after a session and like if you've ever gotten into a good situation or a bad situation with your friends when you're playing you're like, calm down, this didn't happen. Like let go. This <laughs> was not real. <laughs> yeah. This was yep. not real. It's like waking up from a dream. This is a game. Like, oh god, I'm so glad
0: that dream's not real. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's funny. We had a conversation today with someone who said that their son, he's in sixth grade and he's forced to take drama. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think it's bad for kids. I think there's actually a like really good. I love It was the
2: only it, thing in school that I liked. Yeah, like it, there's
1: really good benefits to drama. Like, and I said they should take make them take drama, speech, or
2: play D and D. D and yeah. D is becoming a thing in a lot of schools. It now. is. Uh, right. Lenora Regal was tweeting out uh, some D and D things uh, to sponsor. So go follow her Twitter and sponsor all the D and D cool stuff. Yeah. but I mean, well, video we... games are a sports now, so why not? Why not D and D sports?
0: Well, there's that, but then there's also um, you know what you're talking about the education you know side of things. Like, I, I learned mean, how yes. to
2: read through D and I it probably I, inspired your love of reading. Oh, it, it really did. It absolutely did. I'm trying to think of like some of the words that I learned that I only <laughs> heard in slag, slag, might and, uh, and stellite,
0: polyamorous. Right.
2: I still don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the drow, I mean, it's it, it, I first really understood that from from them. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I, I the reason also I said that is because oh, I, I went to go see an old friend and I used uh, a word like that. I don't think it was that word, but she's like, gosh, you're evoked. I, I forgot.
3: Vocab, I, 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 yeah, great.
2: and I
0: was like, well, it's all from Dungeons and Dragons. It, it is. is. No, it
2: really is. Dungeons and Dragons like still to this day, I, I read stuff. Bob is so good about just throwing. I call him see, Bob! Yes, ah. Mr. Salvatore is really good about just like throwing <laughs> in these Salvatore. these $10 Mr. Salvatore,
0: words. But I think that's um, also through all the D&D manuals and things like that. It was all Always about this is I'm reading them, especially as a child, you're like, it's just beyond my understanding, and I need to get a little bit smarter and a little bit yeah. more knowledgeable, and then you start to get it. And you b- aspire. It was, it was well, challenging. Well, that's
2: the great thing it was, yeah. about it. Because in, in grade school, you're supposed to be within a certain block, and once you achieve that block, well, then you're good. But with d and I mean, it's ages 18 to 100 or whatever it is, so if you're a nine-year-old reading about Dungeons & Dragons, it's outside of your reading capability, and yeah. that's good. That's healthy. Yeah. And
0: But you want to do it because uh, it's fun, and it's a game, and yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. Assigned reading. I don't know why I'm putting that in air in air quotes, but you know yeah. it's not. So you know the, the we've had uh, Cade Wells, uh, who was an educator on the podcast before, and he tells a story often where you know in, in the school where where he is at, um, reading is not a thing. Like it's not like what what kids want to do. And he once he introduced Dungeons and Dragons to them. They'd be in the classrooms, pouring over books, trying to like you know, oh, if you yeah. take this power, you can do this, and blah, blah blah. And you know, people who don't know about Dungeons and Dragons, other educators would be like, "What? What did you do? How did you get? Them yeah, how did you this. get them to want
2: what to read? is this? Right? And math? I still hate math. Math, math is still yeah. hard. I
1: mean, yeah, for but sure. But like the social skills and like the, the analytical stuff, like that is all. Those are life D&D skills. and brings
2: people together you in one happy web of awesomeness.
0: <laughs> except for the you know the unhappy webs of demon spiders.
2: She's yeah. happy. That's one of her eight emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. That's true of everyone.
0: Uh, but even the empathy I think is, is really important to yes. get across especially in, in, in today's world, you know, because, you know, I, I mentioned, I asked you the question earlier about the the evil land characters and blah, blah, blah and, and you know, Maybe they weren't actually evil, but it was like you can put yourselves in their shoes and think about the things that happened to them in ways that you don't normally in your life.
2: Not all evil characters do evil things. I mean, not every evil character murders. Not every evil character. Yeah, and
0: there's also the idea that, you know, evil is not a, a thing that someone's like, hey, I'm evil. That's my deal. That's my identity. (laughs) Just deal with it. You know, in some ways, the construct of D anD D, you know, forces that decision when you're choosing your alignment, and that's a whole discussion for another day. But you know, most people who you might describe as evil in the world uh, don't think they are.
2: No, Obviously. I don't – I think that evil in d and D a a lot of twi- t- times twinks, twinks, is coined twinks. as <laughs> a – They say twink, like in D&D. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> um, is about uh, characters being selfish. I think yeah. that's what evil is in D&D is when you decide to become selfish. Yeah. Um, as opposed to helping out the party because it is a team game but if you have your own personal goals and everybody has personal goals you know, go or go whatever um, but as soon as you want to I want to gain power I want to take yeah. over the world right. I want to have an army that's evil, you know not we have an upstanding army for the world and I'm going to help heal everybody evil I think is just being selfish So, and it's okay to be selfish it's okay yeah. to be evil <laughs>
0: You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> the
2: power of love. <laughs> power of love. So what you is your, in. why do you love her? I love that you just cannot predict a thing about her. She is the queen of chaos. And there's actually a really, really good quote in Game of Thrones about chaos and being chaos a ladder. Is a ladder. Yeah, that, yeah. when I, I was like, that is the most law thing I have ever heard. And yeah, I like that. All who climb for power fail eventually. Mm. it
1: is interesting this is the part of the show where I analyze you oh, okay. but it's interesting like what for what she embodies sounds a lot like your upbringing your youth and you're just yeah, like I love it and I'm embracing it I in do. this form it's like harness it all
2: and so you can control it well when Loth was Arashni and she was Corlan's consort she had a desire for power back then you can read about that Isles meet great book Um, But she essentially was betrayed by Sahanin Moonbow for her plan to essentially kill Corallon and become the queen of all the elves. And when she got caught, she was banished to the Abyss and she became a Tenari. And that's where she slowly started accumulating her power there. And she actually came from Greyhawk over to Faroon because she loved – the Dark Elves so much. Not all Dark Elves are actually dark gray of skin to charcoal mm-hmm. black. Some of them are just elves, regular elves. The term Dark Elves or uh meant traitor to Corallon back in the day. So, I like that she...
0: <laughs> Lori, you, you should know. know. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. uh, but a lot of this is in Mordenkainen's Toma Foes as far as the, the newest... I
2: have some issues with Mordenkainen's <gasps> Toma Foes. Oh. Yeah, there's some... Th- I read that and I was like, huh. <laughs> Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Well, it's a well, it's a reimagining of 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 that storyline. I think. Uh, to, I mean, after to, the to,
2: second sundering, everything comes back and restarts again. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's accurate. Buy it. I I own it. Buy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. That's as close as you get to the. Eh,
3: I got some issues.
0: But, and that, and that's but I love what's it. really Yeah. Well, that's what's interesting about you know when we were talking about homebrew and things like that. Like yeah. there is no. You know. "Quote unquote" canon. I think there's a lot of people here on uh, the D and D team. Who I mean, you know, Mike Merle's said he. Just, I don't really like canon. I don't like the idea that there's like one way to tell a story. And I think that's true. But we just, you know, we provide the the story that uh, the writers and, and team members that are making it now feel oh, yeah. like, hey, this is where we want to go with it. I right? have but tons whatever, of people
2: that ask me all the time, like, oh, I want to do the Underdark differently. Okay, Drow aren't evil. They're a part of the Earth. They're the Earth Drow. Now you are helping take care of the core of the Earth, which helps the rest of the world bloom. There, you have good Drow.
0: Yeah, you and know. I think I think you know the 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 books that we put out are just meant for inspiration and thinking about like, oh, how am I going to...
1: Everything is a yeah. launch
2: point for yeah. D&D.
1: Just like the rules. You don't need to know the rules or play by the rules. They're exactly. just there
2: as...
0: It's guidelines, right? Guidelines. And everybody's table rules is going Rules are fun, have though. Own-
2: rules are fun. Oh, that's right. You like the rules. rules. are fun. Have you ever met Bab? Uh, no, I have not had the honor. I hope to someday. I hope you do, too. I do, too. Yeah. He would really, he would love your story. <sighs> someday at a convention I will stand in line for four hours and hand a book and then I'll try to say something clever and then I'll walk away going shit, shit, shit,
0: He's really great at signings
3: and things He's like that. So oh, I know. Don't be worried I about know. That.
2: That's, More people need to buy physical copies of books. I know that audiobooks and everything are great but physical copies you can give them to your library and they help authors do uh, book signings around the world. Now you're just buttering up Bob by, well, by you, having You can't <laughs> get book signings if you don't have books to sign, so. I, mean, I guess that's
0: true. That's true. Yep. I just like hearing, you know, not like I don't think he's ever read any of his books, but I would love to hear him actually <laughs> read his books in his Boston accent. I think that would make me happy.
2: I know. Your pronunciation of things is excellent. Um, it's, I It's supposed to be drow. I say drow. That's a big it problem. It is not but, supposed uh, to be drow. It is definitely drow. It really? Yeah, I've so always right. said it drow. Um, Arashni, I know that I've screwed up on more than a few I mean, I don't know either. 90% of the words that you said,
1: but they sound beautiful <laughs> when you
2: say them.
0: I've never actually pronounced Arashni out loud before. I've only a- re- read it.
2: Uh, the only reason I know to pronounce it like that is because of the audiobook and that is how the particular person does it. So that may not be how it's supposed to be said but that's how he said it so I'm going with it. I'm assuming they must have like a, a meeting beforehand to say some of the things like drizzed I
0: think at this point but not in the before times like I think in know, the do, before t- in yeah. the before
2: four times Yeah, I mean, cuz <laughs> you know
0: back when I mean it's the same thing that streaming and everything has grown in the past 20 years like audio books weren't a thing 20 years ago right yeah, so like a lot when they started I think they were just like here read it however you want to read it especially for fantasy books and then I think now that we've gotten yeah. you know Harry Potter and Game of Thrones, and all these things that are super popular. Like, people are more like having pronunciation guides and making sure. All
2: right, Salvatore did his own forward in the Tales of Drizzt, the short stories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you do get to hear his voice. If you want to hear his Boston accent, it can be brought to you, but through the power of technology. I, maybe <laughs> exactly. <just call> him. <laughs> I can
0: just calm up. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, that's cool. You just, these are just like left and right. Oh, I got his phone number. Oh, we're right going. To <laughs> can we?
0: Can we get him in? Can you?
1: Can you patch Bob in?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck so hard. <laughs> Not at all. The next
1: time he comes uh, to the office, you know, you will tell you, <laughs> and then I, you can I, just because seeing this like you'll, you'll just you'll, just you'll show time. up. You show up. Actually,
2: I found the sweetest little Airbnb that's literally two minutes from here. It's so nice. Really? Yeah, that. I'll tell you about it off camera because I don't want people to be like, I know well, where she
0: is. See, and now I want to do our Air d d idea.
2: Air like d d ha- is such a great idea. Isn't that perfect? I want to Air d d
1: at Gary's house in Lake Geneva. Oh, my gosh. Why are we not playing d d in that house?
0: Or Bob's house.
1: Bob, oh my, he would do it. <laughs> he would be like, come over anytime, Thea." <laughs> <laughs> You want to play D anD D with me and Diane? <laughs>
2: get all my get all my Death Serves gear on. Go on over. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Are
0: you just looking for more I excuses like, to do some the
2: Bob today? <laughs> some, some,
1: <laughs> some
0: impressions. I love it.
2: Don't ever tell him to listen to this podcast.
0: I won't. If you They'll won't, be angry. It's up to you now because you'll probably tweet at him that you did.
2: Nope. Uh, the, I now am down to fifteen tweets a day now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, we got doomed. you in. Doomed.
0: Um, so, uh, so you're playing in, uh, the streaming game now, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, oh. yeah, what, what do you think about doing in the future? What other kind of, are you ever going to dungeon master? What, what's, what's your deal? I
2: do want to do City of the Spider Queen very, 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 very badly. Um, it is, it is a big book and there's a lot of stuff in there and it is not in Menzo Branson as I thought the title was because City of the Spider Queen is actually like Menzo be, Branson yeah. was called. Yeah. Uh, that's when Menzo Berra, the kinless, found and defeated Golather in the two mile by two mile wide cavern that is Menzo Brands. So you're
0: already dungeon mastering for us right now.
2: Yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Get some dice. Yeah, I know let's do you, it. I, there's got to be some somewhere. I don't know what happened
0: master. to our massive. Mass- 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 mass-
2: mass- 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 mass. I was a dungeon oh. master when I was a kid. I had no fear of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now yeah. that I am a grown up and I have anxiety, don't bring the dice. I'm screwed now. <laughs> okay, guys. Roll up your characters. Right, character generator. Let's do it. We'll do, do,
0: <laughs> right, do the random character. I'll be a drow. <laughs>
2: Uh, so
3: proud
2: of you. I want to do City of the Spider Queen very, very badly. I want to stay true to the War of the Spider Queens, uh stories um, where they have priestesses of Loth that go off and, and characters not necessarily associated. Um, but in City of the Spider Queen, they're going to battle a different side of the story. And I really want to do the Dark Elf version rather than have mm. uh, humans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'd like to keep it very in my niche. I mean, I could make yeah. stuff up on the fly, but I'm... I like what I like. I've been playing this game for twenty two years. I like dark elves. I want to play with dark elves.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
2: I have had a plethora of people say that they want to come in and guest star for the show, which blew awesome. me out of the water. Some of the people that are like uh, Sherlock Holmes, Ruben again, a bunch of people that want to like uh, guest star for a little while. I was like, wow, this is yeah. awesome. I maybe that- Baba. <laughs>
0: Maybe Shelly. I guess, I guess
2: ah, that's the new goal the for 2019 since I don't, you guys have already met my Your goal has already oh, yeah. been met. You need a new goal. You need a new need goal, like which is I think goal. to do
0: this. Uh, that's the goal. I mastering. will dungeon
2: master by the end of 2019. I said it on stream. Wow. Yep, it's happening. Here we go. It's happening.
0: Shelly's going to do it too. Are you going to dungeon master in 2019?
1: Maybe for kids. Okay. Yeah, for, <laughs> that yeah, counts.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole reason I made role players is to follow in the step of other great places on Twitch. It's no longer when I was playing other games on Twitch, it could be more about a singularity, you know, yeah. not the singularity, but a singularity. <laughs> a singularity. <laughs> um, but now role playing is about group. It's about family. So role players, I eventually want to. I need to get an LLC and all the tech stuff worked out. Um, but now we have voice acting for D and D. We have cameras for D and D. We have all of this, and a lot of people say, "Hey, you play D and D full time for a living. That is so awesome. How can I do that?" And, I, and Instead of saying, oh, just start, just turn on your camera, which I feel is kind of a cop-out sometimes, I want to be an agent for d and mm. I want to, hey, give me your resume. I will find and put you on a show somewhere. Yeah. I will wow. get your voice acting going. There are agents for YouTubers there's a, yeah, there's that didn't exist before, so why wouldn't there be? And if anybody wants Twitch to take swimmers. this idea and run with it, go, this is not like a me idea. I just want to get more people into D&D. I want more people making money in this industry because the more money that we make, the more money that is made overall. I mean, I could not have played D&D for a living no matter how hard I tried 20 years ago. Can we just
1: pause on that for a minute?
2: Yeah, okay. I'm getting you, hired. You, played, you heard it here. You played D&D for a living. I mean, that's true.
3: Kind
1: of. Now, Think about, but like, not 20 years ago. When somebody stole your Black Lotus cards and that group oh, brought you in. I could be so rich
2: right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you could be playing D&D for a living. I meant it to <laughs> be like, in a positive
2: of... way, not to like take you back to a negative place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. You know you what, uh, I'm, for not, a I'm not sure if I am one of those believers in all things happen for a reason, but at the same time, if losing those cards was the cost of bringing me to D&D, then I would pay that tenfold because oh, I love this game so much. That's, really cool. that's a lot of money, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. But I,
0: I mean, I like your agent idea. As long as you're not I taking think- like this huge packaging fee, which I know as well. Fifteen percent. yeah. See, that's easy. That's, that's, yeah, right.
2: I think fifteen percent is fair. More if I'm on the show. Are you going to audition them? Like, how are you going to know these people um, are well, good? Well, a lot of the the idea is because a lot of people don't have any camera experience, so you can't go, "Hey, give me your show, give me your clip, give me this." You know, you can a you could record something and send it to me and see how you feel on camera if you're natural. And I think there'd be different uh, beginner D and D, medium D and D, hard D and D. You know, Just not everybody wants to jump in playing a game. We with, prefer Advanced rather than advanced, uh, hardcore. Hard. <laughs> um, and then get people into groups like that and hopefully have more shows on my own channel, but I only have eight arms, so. <laughs>
0: Got to grow another one. Yeah, yeah.
2: You, yeah. You need some priestesses to so help you out. So that you can be doing
0: all the rolling of Dungeons & Dragons while also playing uh, Neverwinter.
2: Neverwinter is so, so good. It was always a great game, but it is way better better than it used to be there. I'm just going to go out and say it. Uh, We have been role-playing Neverwinter, and that's just been a fun thing, and I want to try and create a show of that. But holy cow, and they're coming out with 5th edition for Neverwinter now, too, and the combat in that is so great. The lore is so great. I played WoW for a long, long, long time, and I can I can say from the bottom of my heart that this game is better than World of Warcraft ever was. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Put that on the box.
2: Wow. Like, even they're not
0: making boxes anymore because it's a five-year-old game, but yeah. you know, put it, I'll put it on the box for you. It, it is, it it is it
2: so, so, so much fun. And yeah, I want to get as much of that in. I like, I I watch my friend Zippy, uh, Zippo on Twitch, and he does a lot of voice acting for just for his other games. Same with Mythmatic. They do voice acting for any of the games that they played. And um, role-playing other games as well is, is just fun. But to be able to role-play a D&D video game, and I'm just all about that. That's I like D&D. I like fantasy. I like medieval. I like spells. I like elves. I like what I like.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Neverwinter is this great framework for, you know, I mean, we were talking about Meeting up together and finding groups is always kind of hard, but, like, you know, you can always go in and get in, and and all of a sudden... The servers are
2: so busy, too. I think it's one mega-server, possibly, which is why there's always people there. Um, And how
0: does the role-playing work in in, in Neverwinter for you?
2: So, it's either me just voicing out the different character. If I'm by myself, I'll voice my character, and then they have, like, these pets or people that you can have with you, and then I'll just role-play back and forth with the two different people. I'll be, hey, talking. Oh, what you going to do today, Alas. and just go back and forth between the two characters and like poke fun at each other or support each other or whatever. I um, like that she
0: looked at you when she did a voice. That was like a challenge. I don't like have was...
2: very many voices that I can do, so this is just a couple of them. <laughs> um.
0: uh, but then you're using like a Discord server with other players, or um, is it just for the stream? That we you're doing?
2: started using Discord because Neverwinter does not yet have, and I hope they do create eventually a world voice. Looking at uh, you. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Thomas Foss. Again. Exactly. Um, they do not have yet a uh, world voice, but for now, it's either some of us in Discord as a group of five, or we use the voice program that they have in the game. Mm -hmm. One of the things I cannot stand about people when they're talking to developers, they'll go, this sucks, and then they just use something else. Well, okay, why do you think it sucks? Can you please provide some feedback to the developers so that they can try and make the game better? Because if you just go and you knock on D&D's door and say, hey, I hate this class. It sucks. Okay, why? What's wrong? How can we make it better?
0: Feedback is definitely a, a thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's so. and, and we've learned about how to figure out what you know what is constructive feedback and what uh, isn't. Yeah, and some some is. folks will be like, "This sucks," and you should do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and uh, not realizing that X, Y, and Z is going to create nine more other problems. And yeah. then, you know, so, so uh, you know, when during the play test for fifth edition, as I've been told, uh, there was a lot of like sussing out, like, okay, what are what are what are what what are the pain points, and then we'll try to solve for those, and not necessarily taking suggestions or things like that necessarily at face value because yeah. it's like you know.
2: Well oh, we like using their voice server so we can try and figure out what works for us and what doesn't. It's actually really good, really crystal clear quality. Like I okay. like it. Good.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um so you're playing in a group of five and everybody's kind of Sometimes voice acting together? Sometimes
2: ro- people rotate in and out. I mean, we try to make it as open world as we can feeling, but you can, if, unless you're in Discord, only max out at five people. And then, you know, other people voice their little pets as well. And we just go through the story. We If there's an NPC, we listen to them because the voice acting in that game is amazing. Very good. So you listen to them and then you make your response, which can either be the same as the written response or you make a little bit more spicy, a little bit more sassy. <laughs> I do not like Sergeant like. Knox or whatever his name is. He sucks. I feel like yeah. I know what sure. direction you probably... Maybe go. a little bit. Just a little... A little spicy? A little spicy.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's really kind of fun. I don't... I mean, I, I knew about role-playing servers and things like that in MMOs, but uh, I, I, never, I never was able to participate in him, so it's... it's I don't know, that's fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, no, it's something that I definitely recommend giving a try, because, especially because a lot of people, they have a favorite in D&D. They either really like the combat or they really like the role play. and I am definitely a role play person. So with that, I mean, you don't have to do any of the rolling. You don't have to wait. It always felt so long for me for combat, going all the way around and waiting for your turn. comments just over, and then you get back to the role play right away, so...
0: Yeah, so in Everwinter, it's like, oh, you can just do the role play, and it takes care of all the math mm-hmm. and stuff for you. That's
2: great. Huh, it also cool. gave me a new cool. inside perspective on, like, because I always thought that you couldn't say something within six seconds. I'm like, no, because I'm a rules person. I'm like, no, you do your spell, you do your action, like, that's it. But then when I'm doing the combat in the video game, I'm like, hey, do this as I'm casting stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. I'm like, this is, talk. this is actually possible.
0: I love that you are a proponent of the Queen of Chaos, yet you are a rules person. I know uh, the Queen it of
2: is Chaos is of... actually a rules person as well. Station is everything in the Drow Society. Rules are everything. You just if you break the rules, just don't get caught. Do not but get caught.
0: That sounds like a rule.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it is a rule. Queen of Chaos. See, you thought one thing, I want another. Like left, right, left.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My brains are fighting each other. Don't, I don't break understand. a
2: rule is a rule. Don't break. Don't break the rules. And you're a
1: mod, so you do you moderate this? I
2: this do moderate this her? channel, and I have been trying to fill in the shoes of Oboe and Classer, oh. who are the two mods that I chat with the most. And Obo is amazing; she always so fast with all of the information, constantly. And I just want to be like, can you lend me your notepad, or is that like a, a holy item, an artifact of just all this stuff she's got stored away? She's great. Um,
0: that holy notebook, I believe, is created by Pelham uh, and or, and, or and adapted by Lauren and things oh, like that. So there, it exists.
2: Okay. Well, give me the Google document for it. <laughs> I, I just came on one day and I had a sword and I was like, oh, oh, cool. Thanks. Wow, I will wield it. Yes. I have no I still to this day have no idea whose terrible idea that was. Um, hey, I, I bet it was probably
0: buddy. Pelham's. Yeah, Ta-da. there you go. You're and right. it was a good idea, not a oh, terrible I, uh, one. He's full of those.
2: I think so, uh, when you guys were hosting uh, a show, that there was not a lot of mods on at night, and I was a nighttime streamer, so I think I just got lucky. That was my theory, and that's what I tell people. <laughs> do you do you moderate the show? Uh, yeah, no, I sit and watch, and I moderate the show when I can. So Some, what what
1: what's the worst thing anyone? Whenever ever said about you whenever Greg? you guys.
2: <laughs> whenever you guys you swear or say something that's even like the tiniest bit lewd it's like kicking open the door for Twitch and then everybody thinks all of a sudden we can do it because they did it what? No. what do we do? way to go Shelly yeah,
1: no. when we talk about poop and farts
2: yeah <laughs> Oh, also- the door's been <laughs> kicked open, sorry, fellow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
2: know the orifice
0: has been opened. Oh so no!
2: I don't. Look you at- are just making it so bad right now. I'm sorry. I don't look at anything. I don't. I, I had
0: three other words that the- I didn't say. So, uh, no, so I am self-editing so so a little bit. of your head now. Yeah, now, exactly. Exactly.
2: Make my job. No, I just sit there. I'm. I'm almost afraid to time out people or badly are they because ninety nine percent of people are super great in Twitch chat. They're very supportive. They're all gung ho D and D. I never want to see. Comments I'm looking however. at them
0: right now and they're pretty good. Mostly uh, really <laughs> nice to you and mean to me.
2: Oh, Bl- no. Blame no, Tito a is <laughs> a meme, though. You kind of did it to yourself. You oh,
0: I didn't do that. It was, it, I embraced it once it occurred, oh, okay. but I did not do it to myself by mm-hmm. any means. T Dog.
2: T Dog is now I his believe, nickname. I
0: believe Nathan. That was, that was uh, 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 Nathan's way when he was spoiling stuff. He just was like, oh, I'll just blame Tito that uh, it was spoiled. And it kind of came from there. I believe. I don't I know. Think I think it re- was
1: the help desk.
0: Oh, well, they're the, they're the ones who, yes. Yeah, they actually made that sticker that's yeah. behind you uh, because I was making stickers
3: oh, to that's put on what laptops. I, yep, and there's,
0: yep. you know,
1: <laughs> there's oh, rules. Me one of those. The there's rules dragon. about that
0: that I skirted. Rules. Uh, see uh, rules. Yeah, so I am an actual agent of chaos, as it turns out, I think.
2: Me too. Have you seen my laptop lately? <laughs> yeah. You would make a great uh, weapons master. Totally. All for it. That's what
0: I'm for. I like, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, awesome. I feel like uh, we should be making more stickers soon. What do you think?
2: Yeah, for lol sure. Lost stickers, lol stickers. stickers. Yeah, all oh, oh. more. Where more underdark stuff? You got the sea stuff. More underdark stuff.
0: I like it. I like it. I'm, your pitch is good. I'll, yeah. bring, I'll bring you over to the story folks. Sweet. In. I'll
2: just start writing on the board and be like, okay. More <laughs> said more
0: underdarkianness.
2: <laughs> Underdarkian, yeah. more like underdorkian. Well, you, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're in with Perdita. Just tell him. <laughs> Yeah, in with Perkins. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. Hashtag in with Perkins. He's still, <laughs> he's still pretty cool. He's like you guys are on the up here level. I'm on the, the watching down here level. Well, I re-
0: I really like the the other planar stuff. You know, anything that's not in the prime material world uh you know, is mm-hmm. is is super fun and interesting. Because it gets at that like heart of like you know, philosophy that is behind Dungeons and Dragons, you know?
2: Oh I love that so much. Just right. talking about why things are not what things are? Yeah. Why did this happen? Why is res here? Why does the curse that was cast a million years ago still affect the dark elves?
0: Why do you think it is? What's your What's your? F- I think that the Farzrez. I
2: think the Farzrez manipulated the spell. I also think that spoilers, 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 timeless spoilers, 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 spoilers. I spoilers. Th- spoilers. I think that the curse has faded. I think that Loth now realizes that she cannot survive in the Underdark, no. and the dark elves are going to start coming out of their holes. That's my theory. Mm. And I think Jarlaxle and uh, one of the other main characters in the book, they had a little bit of a tete about that and brought Jarlaxle to life. And I'm that, my theory is that the Dark Elves will no longer be, in time, the monsters that we perceive them as. They will just be another race out there, which Interesting. is really exciting for me.
0: That is really exciting, because yeah. you're right. There is this this idea that an entire... You know, group of of characters are all this way seems yeah. silly.
2: Well, you have to look at it from Loth's timeline, from a goddess's timeline. Her boyfriend broke her heart. She broke. Who was her boyfriend? Uh, Coraline. She oh. was the consort to King of Elves. And uh, well, I mean, he broke her heart. She tried to kill him. Well, whatever. Um, and this she. This sounds got- like in a what? bachelor <laughs> episode. Or like, in what
1: order? Um, well, she tried no, to kill him, and then he broke up with her. Uh, yeah, or no, it was the yeah, other way around. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> she
2: tried to kill him, and then three el- elves coalesced into one being, and then banished her to the abyss. And so she was angry for a long time. So she took all of her buddies and she went to her circle and was like, "We're angry at everybody." Yeah. I'm taking all That's the toys. I'm taking all the toys. I'm leaving. Bring and, some M&Ms. and and now that she's had time for her heart to heal, you know, she's kind of like, "Okay, let's get back into the healing po- process, the growth, and everything, because it's been." Thousands of years for her, but what is thousands of years to a goddess blink yeah like a blink a blink of a second, so now she's finally passed all of her anger, maybe not all of it, but a good portion of it, and wants to you know spread her eight legs and fly'm seeing <laughs> I'm
0: seeing a lot of similarities in your story, honestly
2: uh, we'll see that's a, eh.
0: your eight wings are going fly
2: <laughs> fly
0: away uh I love it all right, well that's good stuff are i like right? I like that theory.
2: I do want to get into that's actually one thing that I want to do. Another more. goal for
0: 2019. It
2: is. Let's it is. It. I want to do a lot of fan writing, but I don't really know what the laws are about wizard IP and stuff like that cuz I could write fan stories about dark elves for days, but unfortunately as a content creator, the term starving arv- artist is there for a reason like we I'm, I'm not making as much money as people might think I am. And if I do write, Neither then I are people need,
0: who work on D&D for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I did write, I would need to be able to monetize it. And you can't really just be like, oh, I wrote this story about Lothier. Is it for like fifteen ninety nine? please buy sure. it. I know there's DMs Guild and stuff like that, but I'm very uneducated about yeah. all that. So well, I, the, whole,
0: the whole fan uh, stories, I think, was uh, was something that we're like, well, I don't think that's the application for what the Dungeon Masters Guild is meant for. It's meant for more game material yeah. and things like that. If, so, there, if
2: there was like a, a fan site for or fan writing site for D&D that we could do that we wouldn't have to worry about like open gaming license and everything in between, mm-hmm. then I think I would be more... Forward with that because um, I love writing. I really, really, really love writing. I enjoy world creating and designing worlds in the game itself just as much as I do playing it. Mm-hmm. That's actually been my one thing stopping me from DMing. Really, I'll be like, okay, we're g- I'm gonna be a DM, but just let me do eighty hours of work on the world before we go forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, I mean, as I've. I uh, heard in talking with, with Perkins and other other Dungeon Masters that I respect, it's like, you know, you, that, that prep work, because I, I used to be like you, too. I mm. was like, I, the only way I can, I can Dungeon Master is if I have yeah, this entire you know wealth of history. I need maps of every single town. I need to know who's living in this building and who's living in that building.
2: Oh, I had Menzel Brands in the Mike sure. Shelley map. Like, every single thing mapped out everything that was in there. Like, if you walked into a room, I knew exactly what was in that room. Right. But... It's fun for you. It is. It is so fun for me. It is so, so fun. I do some text-based role-playing muds. Uh, on my Discord server. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a long-lost art, but is a lot of fun. That's uh, how I got by a lot of the years when I couldn't find a and d group, was just text-based. And, and now with Roll20 and Discord and D&D Beyond, it is just so easy to play online in text-based forms. It's and that really
0: becomes fun. like, you, you yeah. know, the writing is almost like your backgrounds and your things like that, yep. that you're like, oh, this is... this is uh, I think every
2: D&D player loves writing their own backstory. It's a huge thing. That's for sure, yeah. yeah. I gave up on that after, like... Eight seasons of Twitch on D and I'm like, you know what, DM? Just make up my backstory. I know you don't give a damn. Just- I'll go with it. <laughs> I know,
0: and that's what we do with the random characters too, where yeah. you're just like, all right, okay. this is it, and like just generated on the fly. And I think yeah. that's really you know fun to do for dun- uh, dungeon masters too. You have an outline, you have things that you're you're, yeah. you're coming up with, but. You know, there's something great about it all happening uh, around the table uh, while it's all Yeah, the,
2: the most magical D&D for me is around the table when, you know, you're not on a time limit and you can make the jokes in between and it's more of a social thing. Yeah. It's definitely become – I like the production of it. I really, really do. But sometimes I just want to turn off all the cameras and just roll some dice.
0: For yeah. sure. Well, here's to that. Thank you for, for coming on. Clink, it clink. clink. uh, It's been It's been really fun. Thank you. Where can people find out about all of your stuff? List out where uh, to follow you.
2: Twitter, uh, roleplayers underscore TV, roleplayers on Twitch. Uh, and that's really all you need to know, those two things.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Well, follow Tia uh, uh, or, or uh, Tia Simfray. As, as, <laughs> as, as, Lady Simfray. As, as Bob has Donned you at well. Is,
2: is that canon? Is that canon? It is for me. Okay.
0: If, at How, this table, at it's canon.
2: How did yeah. Bob how'd that happen? Uh, someone was uh, angrily tweeting at him, going, uh, "You need to change the name on something." And Mr. Salvatore was like, "What makes you think I have any control <laughs> f- over that?" Like, sorry, uh, I, I the, last, the, last minute, the last last The last minute, you got almost <laughs> Dang it, and um, and then I was just kind of you know poking him, going, "Hey, you know, I'm just waiting for you to give me my dark elf name." And he's like, "You are now." Man, everybody names you. Yeah, now it goes through. Yeah, it just all right. She of many names.
0: She of many names. She of many names. Well, that's a good. That's a good uh, that uh, goddess so good. name. Yeah, I like that. She well, cool. Well, it was arms. really great having you on. I'm so glad you were able what? to come Thank up uh, to Seattle. Yes, and, this has uh, been awesome.
2: Yep. I got to see all the stuff that I'm not allowed to see.
0: There's great. so many things <laughs> that we have not actually shown her, but she's playing it good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> For once. <laughs> Until you have to leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that was an okay interview. She's average.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> hate <hey>, you all <laughs> so
0: much. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was wonderful being able to talk uh, with Tia. It was, it was really good stuff.
2: Yes, she's. Delightful.
0: Delightful all wonderful. around. No,
2: all lies. It's I fine. Love- You've lost me. No. No, no high fives ever again. We love Cut you. Off.
0: <laughs> Cut off from, from all eight of the high fives. Um, but uh, yeah, well, we're going to close this out. Do we have any like final announcements to get through? Or should we just uh, get people to follow Dungeons & Dragons on all the things? Let's
1: do that. All and, right. And then all the announcements. I
0: like know. that you looked around behind you as if there might be something to announce like behind you.
1: Or something? <laughs> There's some electrical tape.
0: Uh, announcing D&D electrical tape.
1: Branded with ampersand. I
0: know. Now we have to come up with like a funny name like Noel Zor's Electricals Insulation. Yeah. There we go. We're going to do it. Um, so Dungeons & Dragons is a game that you can play uh, with your friends everywhere. Find out about it at DungeonsAndDragons.com. Yes. You can follow us at Wizards underscore d on the Twitter. Yes. We're on the Facebook as well. and uh, The Instagram? Yeah, A little bit on the Instagram. Kind okay of Work- Instagram? Working on it. Okay. Making more stuff uh, uh, because there's always lots of great pictures and things to happen on there for sure, yeah. um, especially as we get into uh, some fun stuff that we're planning down the road, soonish. Huh. Yeah,
1: I don't. I have no idea what that could be.
0: I'm hinting. I'm hinting strongly. You mm-hmm. Roll your roll an insight check. Oh, that's a five. That's a five. (laughs) But Shelly's got a really high modifier, I'd say like... uh, My
2: modifier is 16. Wait, I get to roll for her? That's (laughs) kind of godly.
0: Well, you were in within arm's reach. For sure. Well, you are Lolth, so that makes perfect There's sense. I am Greg Tito just said, I am Lolth. That's
2: it. It's canon. Yep. It is canon. It is canon.
0: Uh, so, yeah, that's where you can follow all the Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Of course, download Dragon Plus if yes. you can onto your phones, Android, or iOS. You'll get all the updates every two months with new content, uh, including interviews about Ghosts of Salt which is in the latest issue, um, and all the previews uh, reaching out for that, as well as... Uh, you know, information about Neverwinter, which we talked a lot about, uh, and uh, all the fun stuff that they've got going on at uh, Imperfect World Land. Yeah. Um,
2: Dragon Plus with, like, a plus sign, or is it, like... Yeah, with a plus sign. Okay, yeah, I exactly. actually spelled plus, and that didn't do anything for me. Oh, oh there
0: we go, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, where can people follow stuff for Avalon Hill?
1: You can go to Avalon Hill 2 on Twitter, or Avalon Hill Games on Facebook. Excellent. And you can follow me at Shelly Moo, because I talk about it, too, sometimes.
0: You talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You got lots of things to talk about other yeah. than the things that you can't talk about, which I'm really excited about and I'm playing all the time. In my spare time. I'm playtesting it all. Dang it. I mean
1: Keep now people are wind? gonna think it's a game.
0: It's not a game. It's you said playtest. It's a mug. It's a full of It is
1: it's a beverage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Avalon Hill, the beverage. You heard it what here first. Hill we are spoiling more than spoilers and swag on you know
1: this what? podcast. Keep going. Let's spoil this is spoilers great. and swag.
0: <laughs> we spoil spoilers and swag. Yeah, so watch that April fifth. Okay. Yeah, you might find out about all of the things that Shelly's not telling you about, including you will not. Inc- I you how- know what?
1: I'm like so nervous right now. I have, feel like I have to go talk to Nathan and just be like, you know, you can't, right? Like.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to be like, after that reasons. meeting, I'm going to be like, you know, you should.
1: No, why.
3: <laughs> No, no.
0: This is this is the demon queen's influence that's uh, changing all this. I think. Um, but you know what? Also, is strange. We've been in this cave for a long time. Yeah. And there's a rock uh, over there. Don't... It looks
1: perfectly stable.
0: Well, we don't poke at it. Uh, Tia, what do you think? Should we? Should we poke at that rock? And... Yes. Yeah? Yes. No. Yes. Right.
1: I don't think. I mean, I think we should not touch it at all. Uh, wait! Oh yeah. <laughs> ah,
3: <laughs>
0: the rocks fall.